we are again. Thanks so much for joining us on this edition of Mississippi Baptist Around the Table. Our ministry around the state series continues in the Delta. Is that That's where right. we are, John? It is. We are in the Delta. You're my Cleveland. cohort just making sure we're in the right place. Yeah, right. I know. It feels that way, honestly, <laughs> this day. He keeps saying, well, last night we this, last night we this. I was like, I wasn't with you last night. Yeah. That was been two nights ago. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, we have been traveling the state. But today we're in the Delta. We so. are at First Baptist Cleveland, and across the table from us is Brad Beckwith, Senior Pastor at First Baptist Cleveland. How you doing, Brad? Doing well. Doing well. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for joining us. I know you got a busy schedule. Thursday afternoon, it's always a rush to get things ready for Sunday, right? Yeah, yeah. Today's, uh, I have off tomorrow, so just wrapping yeah. up the week. Yeah, you try right. to be off tomorrow, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, I appreciate you joining us, and we've had a good run here at Impact Trainings, and Pedal just a couple nights ago uh, was really good for us. We saw over 100 leaders again, mm-hmm. which that's been exciting to us. Over 100 leaders we've averaged at all three sites so mm-hmm. far. We, we hope close to that tonight here in yeah. Cleveland, and we hope that's a number that's multiplying itself. So you're training 100 leaders, mm-hmm. they go back, and they're uh, yeah. helping influence and disciple those, uh, disciple, be disciple makers, basically, right. in their church yeah. context. So here we are in the Delta. I have spent the last decade or so in South Mississippi. John, you're more in Neshoba County That's right. I'm central area, Mississippi. central Mississippi. Uh, I've heard a lot of people that come to the Delta often have allergy problems because yeah. the air is different here, right? Yeah, is the that del- right, Brad? The Delta crud. That's right. <laughs> Delta crud. Yeah. So um, it's a you're real gonna, thing. <laughs> you're going to have to have to help us around the state from these different parts of the state understand uh, what the Delta is. But before we get into that, let's hear a little bit about your journey, your God story of uh, where where were you serving before this? Um, did you what what seminary did you go to? I went to New Orleans. Okay, NOBTS and. Um, Got my master's in expository preaching, mm. and um, just really, really enjoyed my time there. Um, Love that seminary uh, to death. And um, but I, I grew up in Winona, Mississippi, so um, they they call me around here a hill person. I'm not from <laughs> yeah. the, the Delta, the Flatlands. Hill person, um, yeah. yeah. And and so um, grew up in the church, um, and then eventually uh, met the Lord when I was in college, mm. and um, I was a cultural Christian, you know, mm-hmm. in every sense of that word, uh, that phrase, but uh, met the Lord through some some individuals God put in my path, and um, and it wasn't too long after coming to faith that um, felt the Lord drawing me to full-time ministry. Mm-hmm. I was serving a lot at the church there where I was at, uh, North Oxford Baptist Church, mm-hmm. um, Gary Richardson there, and, and, um, and, and Johnny Flint, and uh, those guys are just Great examples for me uh, of being a godly man and yeah. and serving, yeah. and uh, so I accepted the call of ministry. From there, I went to uh, a church in McGee, Mississippi, Dry Creek Baptist Church. Yeah, um, and we actually, my wife and I, we got married. It's funny, funny story. Uh, but I I graduated on May the thirteenth, and from college, and then got married also on May the thirteenth. <laughs> Uh, so I walked an aisle that morning and got oh, my diploma, wow, yeah, and then yeah. I walked an aisle that evening and got got, man, got oh, married. Got married. Don't forget the ring that night, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and so uh, I actually got the call on, on our honeymoon that I'd um, been voted in at this church, and so we moved to Brandon, Mississippi, mm-hmm. uh, where my wife was finishing up uh, PT school uh, at UMC, and uh, we would just drive over to McGee. Uh, a few times a week um, to serve there. I was going to the Extension Center in uh, in um, Clinton, and um, after a while, I needed to finish up uh, seminary. I think at that time you had the last forty hours yeah. had to be done on the main campus. So mm-hmm. from there, we moved to Slidell, 
And uh, I was just a full-time student finishing mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. And uh, I graduated seminary and started serving at the church that we were going to, First Baptist Covington, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Waylon Bailey there. Yeah, and uh, And Bill Bourne and um, just some guys that, again, just showed me faithful ministry and yeah. um, guys I just admire and look up to in a number of ways. Uh, but it was while I was there that I got the call from uh, First Baptist Cleveland. And uh, it was to come and be their their student pastor uh, and cover both youth and college. And so um, after prayer, um, Deanna and I moved up here. We had a newborn. Mm. Uh, I think she was a, a few weeks old, actually, when we made the move. Mm. And uh, But did student ministry here for a couple of years. Our pastor uh, left after that time. We went about a year without a pastor, a lead pastor. And, um, and during that time, the, the search committee came to me and and said, "Hey, would you, would you be willing to submit a resume and talk?" And uh, at first, I told them, "Yeah, no, that yeah. that ain't gonna happen." Because yeah. I, because I was like, "How's this gonna work?" You know, yeah. like I just I've never heard of a guy going from a student mm-hmm. role to a lead pastor role. And I was twenty, I was twenty eight at the time. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, yeah, and so I was, I was like, "Man, this is just that's not gonna work." And uh, they, the third time they came to me, um, I was like, Deanna and I talked, and we were just like, well, we'll let's just see what happens. Yeah, surely and they're not going to hire me. Right, you know. You know? <laughs> and, uh, and so we jumped into that conversation, and, um, and it, you know, God was all in it. And yeah, it came to a point awesome. where we had to come to a decision of, because I was, I was kind of scared or nervous because our student ministry was going great, man. I had no desire to leave in any sense. Like, mm-hmm. it was just, we were rocking and rolling, and things were fun, and great and making disciples and um and and but so i knew that like if i accept this and things go bad like i don't go yeah. back to student ministry yeah. here no. like I, we're moving we're off you mm-hmm. know and yeah. and so it was a it was a it was a pivotal point but deanna and i again prayed and talked and got to a point where i told her look you know because we had one child um at that point samantha grace and we just had twins mm-hmm. and uh and so you know we were talking, and I just told her, you know, there's there's never going to be a time where I'm going to be able to look my kids in the eyes and tell them, hey, be strong and courageous and brave yeah. if the Lord's leading you to do it, if I'm not willing to do it yeah, yeah, now. Because yeah. that was the yeah. only thing, really, that was holding us back. And yeah. so we gave God our yes. We told the church one thing led to another. And now um, I've been here a total of 11 years, but I've been mm-hmm. lead pastor now for nine and awesome. uh, it's been it's been really good. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. so you, you spent some time in uh, First Baptist Church, Covington, mm-hmm. Slidell area. Yeah. Slidell, Covington, much different than Cleveland. Big time. Right. Big time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh honestly, uh like me for myself, you know, I lived in Mississippi all my life for the most part. And um really until I came to the Baptist building, I had not spent a whole lot of time in the Delta. Yeah. Even though I'm a Mississippian. Right? Yeah. I think that's mm-hmm. probably the case for a lot of people in our state. Talk to us, Delta. Yeah. What is the Mississippi Delta? Oh man, um flat. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it, it's uh, and 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 full of mosquitoes. Yeah, uh, yeah. no, but the the Delta, it, you know, every situation, every every area, every context. I'm sure y'all figured this out, and and probably already knew it, obviously beforehand. But you talking to other guys in different areas, or maybe even have family members in different areas. Even within Mississippi, they're somewhat different cultures. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the Delta has its own unique culture in a sense. You know, there's even a type of attire people here will call delta casual yeah, you know it's yeah, a certain yeah. look and <laughs> and uh but the the culture very hard working people yeah. um 
And, and sometimes it's hard to distinguish. Is that a Delta thing or a Mississippi thing? Because there are a lot of hardworking people in Mississippi, mm-hmm. of course. But um, but but tip, you know, the, the typical Delta person, hardworking, faithful, loyal. Um, this is a, a great great city in Cleveland. It's just a great place, I think, to raise kids and to do it in a way um, that is according to God's word. And yeah. now the, the the Delta and Cleveland, it's got its issues, it's got its mm-hmm. problems, but every place does. But at the end of the day, you know, and we talk about this with staff and stuff, you know, at the end of the day, people are people. Yeah, right. And, uh, and so in some sense, you know, we should be able to minister yeah. to whoever – whomever, you know, we come in contact with, regardless if they're a flatlander or a hill person. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but yeah. it, it, there is a little adjustment. Yeah. 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 So you've been in the Jackson area and we, we started the impact trainings at, in South Jackson, the country Woods Baptist church in Byram, which yeah, is in that yeah. metro area. Yeah. Uh, Matthew Fancher was a pastor there. Mm-hmm. Was on the podcast with us, and we talked about the context of, you know, you've, you've got the, the, the income levels that are different all across the metro area. You've got your poor and you've got your mm-hmm. rich. Mm-hmm. In this area, the income level I would imagine is is less mm-hmm. uh, in yeah. Bolivar County in general. Yeah. Uh, how does that affect the community itself and uh, your approach to ministry uh, in this in this area? Yeah, so you know the economic side of it. Um, you know, it really goes back to you know that that is that is that is an issue in some sense where you do see a lot of poverty mm-hmm. around you, and with the poverty, you're going to naturally see some brokenness. Um, not some, but a lot of brokenness mm-hmm. and. Uh, but to be honest with you, with that we see we see the same in some sense the same brokenness within the wealthy here in this mm-hmm. area. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, you know whether whether you're you you make a lot of money and and you look successful or are successful or whether you know it's a single mom who's struggling to get by. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of similarities there with, in terms of sin and and um, and difficulty and and that kind of stuff. So we try to just. Address the commonalities that people have, but yeah, I, I would say, I, and I, and you know, Covington's a very, mm-hmm. it's a nice area yes, to live, yeah. and um, and so, and here, you know, you do see a lot of in certain areas, um, and we were just talking about this with somebody else the other day that there's certain parts that kind of look like a third world country in some yeah, sense, yeah. and um, but you know, you seek to do your best to engage those areas just like you would mm-hmm. the gated community across town, you know, yeah. so. Yeah, I'm sure there's some differences, and there's probably <laughs> probably a better way to explain how you can put together a strategy to reach both of those. But we we try not to make it too complicated. That's yeah, here. yeah. And what you're saying is absolutely true. It doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter where you live. No matter your economy. Uh, you know, basically, yeah. people need Jesus, mm-hmm. and so let's do what we can to reach them. Yeah, and as a as a pastor, you know, you want to you want to lead the church to to make the main thing about to keep the main thing the main thing, and yeah. so you know, we we really. Um, at several different times we talk about being not only a a multi-generational church but mm-hmm. in some sense a multicultural in that you know one person may come with this type of attire and another person may yeah. be sitting right across from them with a different attire this person may be the boss or the CEO of his company and this mm-hmm. person may be you know not the boss or the CEO yeah. so it, we we don't we want to make sure that that we're preaching Jesus and yeah. we're we're you know, as a church, we want to be loving one another, and you know, as that old saying is, uh, the the foot of the cross is level. Level, you yeah, know, and yeah. that's that's how we treat it. Yeah, that, that's good. So, and w- one thing I'm thinking about, you've mentioned some of these needs of brokenness, and we've asked this question to other pastors and other communities. Are there certain th- what's what are some things that you're doing in that for here at First Baptist? Uh, we're downtown Cleveland, 
And so, right, this is downtown, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah right across from the courthouse. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm about to say something I don't know. Uh, yeah. uh, but what are some things that y'all are doing to connect with the community, to reach out to the community? Um, yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if you have plans for the future, if, you, if you've had things run for a long time. Uh, are there some things you can speak to for that community engagement? Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we saw okay. applesauce being brought in when we were down there for backpacks. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Were you, were you yeah, 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 she was pushing <laughs> applesauce in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. for the backpacks, so we yeah. got to figure that's part of it. So yeah. we, we have, we there's a number of things that we're doing that there's trying to, to meet people where they're at, and, you know, oftentimes we can meet a physical need that mm-hmm. opens up a door to meet the spiritual need with Christ. So, um, uh, you know, whether it's our Women's Resource Center that we're connected with yeah. and that we... We seek to serve and do our best to, to love on them and provide for them in ways we can, and uh, whether it's our prison ministry. Um, in fact, I just had a conversation with our secretary about getting some of that paperwork done so we can get back into the, the prisons with our ministry. Um, uh, the Backpack Buddies, we, yeah. we're partnered with um, uh, one, church, uh, one school here in town, Parks Elementary, and chosen to really go all in with them to, to bless and to serve. We had a, um, a foster care pancake breakfast a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago. We're trying to to trying to meet those needs and just really that event was just to love on them, let them and make some connections with them. And, um, you know, just let them know there, there's a church here that, that would love to help and serve you in any way we can and, and point you to Jesus. And, um, and so that was great too. We had pancakes and played bingo and gave away some stuff and it <laughs> yeah. was, it was a lot of fun. So, um, you know, I'm not, I don't have a creative side to me in that sense. So our ministry yeah. teams do a great job. We got just, people in the church who are just um, gifted and have a love for the Lord and love for people. And so we try to create those ministry teams and environments where we can equip the saints for mm-hmm. the ministry of, uh, of the kingdom. And so, um, and man, they, they come up with so, so many great ideas yeah. and we're, you know, constantly praying through and thinking through different ministry teams to meet certain needs. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's just, Trying to do what we can. What, what's your What's your ministry connection with uh, reaching the students at Delta State? Because that's yeah. a big part of this community, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so our student pastor Austin Kagan does uh, a great job, yeah. and and you know he's over both youth and college, and um, and so not only do we have different things that we do here at the church in terms of of worship and Bible study and and, and Sunday school. Um, I know this Sunday with Delta State just starting back last mm-hmm. week, we have Green and White Sunday. So um, it's just a, uh, a Sunday where most people wear green and white. And, mm-hmm. and it's a time that we use to remind ourselves that, that we have a huge mission field yeah. uh, right down the street, literally yeah. right down yeah. the street. Yeah. And we want to remind ourselves of that and, uh, and invite them to our fellowships and our gatherings and and just let them know again we're here to serve them and and point them to the Christ and and let them know about the gospel we're going to feed several college students um, right after our 11 o'clock service but then also BSU so Zach mm-hmm. Hardy we talked about earlier yeah, yeah, um, yeah. you know uh, him and J-Dub just do a great <laughs> job and and um, and so partnering with them and being in communication with them and um, I know just uh, we had six up which is our our senior adult ministry uh, Tuesday, uh, we had Zach and a couple of BSU students who went on summer missions came and spoke mm-hmm. to our six up group just mm-hmm. to let them know um, how how our church has been serving BSU and what they have been doing this summer to give yeah. them their time and their talents yeah. and to go and share and, and reach people for Jesus. We had one that went was actually a church member went to to Utah and and ministered among, among yeah. the Mormons and yeah. and just came back with just great gospel conversations and was able to share there. And we had another one who was in uh, Arizona. And uh, so, um, yeah, so those are just a few things that we're, 
we're trying to do. Yeah, that's awesome. So we start to wind down now. If you had to say <laughs> this is this is the best thing that's happening at First Cleveland. It may be some of those things you've already mentioned. The best thing that's happening. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Others got to have a great pick, pastor. Man. You yeah, got a yeah. new worship pastor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I know. That's but, but to be honest, that's one of several. But I, I would definitely say that. So Ryan Marshall and his wife Brittany just came on board and and Ryan, we feel, as I told you guys earlier, just a, a shepherd and yeah. and very um he's excited to be here. We're excited to have him. And um and, you know, being multi-generational at times can be a challenge. And yeah, we yeah. think in that worship area, he's going to sure. be able to to shepherd uh, the entire church yeah, yeah. In, in those ways. So, yeah, that, I would I would say that's right, up, right on up there. But we got lots of, you know, orphan care ministry team that we, we yeah, just started awesome, not too long man. ago yeah. that we're really excited about. Yeah. And we had a meeting last night, and that went really well. So, um, And we're seeing several churches who have said, hey, Roe versus Wade, celebrate yep, it, yep. but respond to it. Exactly. So that's what that was one of the first things we said when that all happened was, you know, there's going to be an uh, um, an open door now for ministry mm-hmm. that maybe we haven't seen yeah. In, yeah. in quite a while, and we want to be ready. Yeah. And so, uh, and working with the Women's Resource Center and doing mm-hmm. that too is is going to help us. That's awesome, man. And the, a lot of good stuff going on. The worship hire is a huge thing. There's a lot of churches, seriously. The yeah, pipeline in Mississippi, it is for the next generation of leaders is really small right now. We've it talked is. about that in other contexts. You know, yep. any staff position. Yep. There's a lot of large churches that are looking for worship positions mm-hmm. right now, even yep. in our state. Yeah. So that's a huge blessing. And if you have and if you have if you're if you have a plurality of pastors and having another pastor who's yeah. a true shepherd who can come alongside you and y'all labor together yeah. is just man, yeah. it's so so helpful um, because they're like-minded in a lot of ways. Biblically, you're in line. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, yeah, man, it's just so good when you have that. That's awesome. Well, just for some context of this conversation, uh, Brad walked in this room where we're podcasting outside his office, across the hall from his office, and you had no idea what you were stepping into. <laughs> no, I didn't. No, I thank didn't. you for taking that step of trust. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yep. Like, who are these guys that want to do a podcast? <laughs> yeah. so. That's why I was asking questions earlier. I need. I felt like I needed to get to know you a little <laughs> I, bit yes. before we did this. Yeah. Good move. Good move. <laughs> yeah. Well, you've blessed us in this conversation, and I hope you listening have uh, have gained more of an understanding for what God's doing in the Delta, and I appreciate you um, making those connections for us. And if, I'm sure if you're available, maybe we can drop an email out there and they can contact yeah. you more questions. Yeah, and you know, we're, we're always looking for ways to partner with people and, and um, you know, short-term mission trips and that kind of stuff. There's a lot yeah. of need here in the Delta, and yeah. and you know, as is one of the things that we have as as Southern Baptists is we can do more together yeah, than we can right. apart. Absolutely. So uh, the, that cooperative effort, it's not just in our financial giving, it's also in, in yeah, serving alongside yeah. each other. And so um, we've had people come before and that worked through our uh, Mid-Delta Baptist Association, uh-huh. Brother Tommy there. And, mm-hmm. and so, um, yeah, we're open and eager to work with people. And um, yeah. That's, That's a awesome. good word. You don't have to go around the world. Right, yeah. You come yeah, to the Delta, seriously. Yeah. Right in your own state. Right, yeah. Well, that's great. Anything else, brother? I'm done. Pre- pre- <laughs> appreciate it. We're going to jump into some training tonight. We are so looking forward to that. We have, uh, speaking of BSU, one of their worship leaders is going to start us off yeah. in worship at mm-hmm. 6 o'clock. Look, we, we enjoy incorporating some of those BSU guys in our yeah. trains mm-hmm. as we go throughout the state as well. Brad, appreciate it. Yeah, yeah thanks, thanks, guys. Thank you so much for your time, and thank you so much for listening. If you could, just leave your comment below. Rate this podcast for us. We love those good ratings, and it helps spread the word. We'll catch you all next time. We will be in Tupelo next week, and then Gulfport coming up not too long after that. See you.